This week on Retronauts, live in your world, play in ours. Everybody, welcome to Retronauts Live, episode 25. Uh, today's topic is the PlayStation 2, and we'll be taking some calls from our listeners about their PlayStation 2 experiences and memories and all that good stuff. So I should probably introduce uh, our cast for today. Uh, I, of course, am Bob Mackey, the host of Retronauts, and I run features for OneUp.com. And to my right, Scott Sharkey, nothing in particular. He's, you're more important than that, Sharky. Oh, no. You're the I'm, official Scott Sharky of uh, the gaming industry. That's that's exactly true. Until yes, I'm, I'm, I, a, I'm a Ronin these days. Actually, there's yeah, a, a there's, sword. There's a Michael Sharky at uh, GameSpy. I know that. And you better look out for him. I'm endlessly annoyed by the preponderance of Sharkies. I was like, are they related? No relation. Yeah, they're Irish. They're prolific. Okay. They get around more than people think. Uh, not to delay the introductions any further, but um, everyone asked me, is Sharky really his last name? And I say yes. Yes. And I, and I wondered that I didn't at make once. that shit up. It's pretty awesome, though. You have to admit. Right? Uh, lucky. I did meet a, a, a PR flack named Stone Chin the other day, though. So oh, he, he definitely wins. I that think, is pretty awesome. awesome name competition. God, that's like uh, Biff uh, Ripchest or something like yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah, Rock Man Strong or something. Yeah. Let's good, not forget good our him. other cast member for today, Ray Barnhold, Gaijin Talent. Yay! We all know Ray. Hey, Ray, what are you up to? Uh, not much. Just working on my magazine again. Please promote it. It's it's for a good cause. Scroll scroll.vg. Yes. Yes. And what is your newest issue? Newest right now, acute issue number three. Yeah. So go. Wait. To sc- what dot vg? Scroll. Scroll. Yeah. Is Bethesda giving you any shit? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> There's confusion. It's you, Mojang, and Bethesda in an all all out quake battle. And you you make number four hundred three. <laughs> to, to bug you yes. about that? Oh, I I don't doubt it. Actually, I think I said that on an earlier episode. I was like, uh, I was like, I have to be the first one to make the joke. I was really like the 80th person I'm to make the joke. I'm late with the obvious joke. I was thinking maybe in the next one, I'll put a full page like thing that just said, "All right, y'all settled now," and like paste all the different examples from Twitter and whatnot. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. like I get it. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we start taking calls, they're not going to be rolling in for another I don't know 20 minutes. Let me read uh, our one piece of reader mail for this week. And we can all discuss one. it. The yes. One? The one piece? Only no. one. I'm, t- I'm bugging these people to send us mail. Come it's not on, working. Yeah. This is the nadir of Retronauts. Uh, I have to start, actually, I think I'm going to start like having contests. Like, hey, if you write us a letter, you might win this copy of uh, No More Heroes for the PS3. I don't know. But that, that'll, that'll work. Yeah. yeah. Something, something. I'll send you like some of my garbage if you want. I don't know. Support your National Postal Service. Yeah, they need it. So anyways, um, Paul from Pennsylvania writes, Dear Retronauts Live, Hey, this is Paul from the Philly suburbs. I got into RPGs with Dragon Warrior on the NES that a friend got for free with Nintendo Power. So I decided to write in about those. And if you guys haven't been listening to the past few episodes, mm-hmm. we did a lot about uh, Japanese RPGs. Oh, okay. So that's why he's writing in about this. Shock, disbelief. Yes. Uh, so anyways, I've been playing through DQ6, Dragon Quest Six on the DS, and mm-hmm. I've been thinking about battle systems. I'm not very far into it, so I haven't unlocked the job system it apparently has, but I'm struck by how JRPG battle systems kind of evolved. They started simple and turn-based, or ATB style, and fast in the 8 and 16-bit eras, with even the battle music reflecting their speed and urgency. 
But by the time of the PSX era, with games like Final Fantasy VIII and Final Fantasy IX, not even counting things like Final Fantasy VIII's Ludicrous Summons, the time between queuing up your dudes to mm-hmm. do a regular attack and that actually happening with max battle messages and speed could be close to a minute. Yep. It's my single biggest problem with Final Fantasy IX that you can tell your party to attack and then go make a sandwich, literally. God forbid you summon Doom Train. Anyway, at the same time, the battle systems themselves became somewhat progressively less interesting. Some smaller parties, blank slate characters, any references to Final Fantasy VII and VIII, or characters with a very fixed, rigid class progression, FF9. This sort of improved with the PS2 era and games like FF12 and some of the Shin Megami Tensei games. Loading times went away again with the DS's cartridge format. And here's, here's his question uh, he's posing to us. Finally. Yes. So where should JRPGs go from here? Away seems to be the common response. <laughs> but Japanese developers seem to have finally figured out HD. I'd like to see more of this genre I grew up playing. Cheers, Paul from PA. And he says, I was going to draw something on the envelope, but then he realized he couldn't draw. That's okay, Paul. I appreciate you writing in. So let's talk briefly. He makes some interesting um, points here. And uh, let's talk about them. Let's just play Fallout. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to defer to Ray here. Ray. Uh, I, I, I can speak on the subject too. Stuff should happen faster. Yes, yeah. in general, like I in like every game. I like battle systems. <laughs> no, I do actually. I think uh, battle system really makes an RPG these days. And uh, for all the guff I give the Tales series, it's like I do like their battle system because they sort of turned it all into like a beat 'em up almost, and that was, you know, it was satisfying. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much. I ideal, appreciate it really. That. Yeah, push a button, something happens. Yeah, exactly. It's that. That's a nice little uh, convergence of genres, I think. On a I, tiny scale. I, know, I might be a minority, but I hated the ATB thing. Really? Yeah, uh, I, I starting with Final Fantasy IV? Yeah. Okay. That was that was when that kicked in. I, I like to push a button, stuff yeah. happens hmm. thing a lot like, better. Like more like an action RPG. Right. Yes. Okay. I mean, I mean set, well, it's still turn-based. You could still stop and think about it if you wanted to. Yeah, but, yeah, you, but you can also set it to not. And yeah. I don't know why people would do that. I mean, it's just because it's, it was you never really... Like Final int- Fantasy yeah. One remake, why the hell would you do and that? And it was never implemented well, I think, when you set ATB to real-time. It never really worked out. No, just, and can't you, like, pause the game anyways if, if you wanted to take more time? Some of them, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should I use a Phoenix Down? Yeah. yeah, it was never really that important. But I think uh, the, the problems he's mentioning with the PlayStation 1 RPGs was that... Their ambition was outstripping the hardware, mm-hmm. I guess, and there well, are things the PlayStation can do. It's it's it was a good system at the time, but asking it to do so much does require like loading and all that other good stuff. Inevitably, so you got yeah. stuff like Wild Arms. Oh where, yeah, yeah. You know, even after it loaded, you have very slow animations just to hit a dude <laughs> yeah. with your crappy bayonet or whatever. And I, at least with Final Fantasy VIII, I think they they would let you skip the summons if you hit a button. But uh, could um, you, no, I, that was Final Fantasy IX. I think that just sort of defaulted to skipping them after nine, the first time. Yeah, you nine saw them. improved it. Nine. Yeah. I don't know why he thought nine was so bad because it would. It was, it was. It was a bit smoother. I think, I think, the problems uh, of eight, yeah. I think nine. It takes a long time for you guys to actually load into battle, so you'll hear about yeah. I don't know, fifteen twenty minutes of the music before they're all ready for you to put commands in. Yeah. And it's not full three D, but Suikoden one and two have good battle systems too, yeah. nice and fast. And, That's probably because it's all sprite based, not a lot of like things to push around yeah. on the screen. So yeah, thank you, Paul, for writing in. We really appreciate it. Hopefully, we uh, shine some light on the subject. All those and, Japanese uh, games should be Diablo. What's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, seriously. I and should I, just I, be able to hold down a button and have yeah. people hit things until they're dead. I, I don't know where Japanese RPGs are going, but apparently, uh, according to last, neither do the Japanese. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. They're not coming here apparently. But um, Christian Nutt on last week's episode, uh, well, maybe he wasn't here. I think it was oh, on, Nutt was in. Yeah, he's great. Uh, yeah, we were on Roleplayers Realm, and he was speaking up uh, Xenosaga. Not Xenosaga, sorry, Xenoblade. 
Oh, is it? Wait, there's another. Xenoblade, oh. the new one for Wii. No, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it. Oh, yeah, okay. well. it's um, apparently. I it... stopped paying attention to things with Zeno in the name after the. Well, first this one. is the good so, one. Trust yeah, us. You, were, you were right after <laughs> after about six attempts. They finally got it right. <laughs> this is it's like a new. It's not even related to the other one. Is there it's lesbian just... robot stuff? No, no probably. Oh, oh, I was going to say. I don't think so. There's got to be some lesbian stuff in the game. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, if you know where to find it. I yeah, there's a point. Yeah, but you can, it, you can draw I guess fan art anyway. It seems like one of the weird occasions where um, an RPG developer is learning from their mistakes, mm-hmm. especially in this genre where they tend not to. So he was making it sound like it was really great. Like they speed up a lot of the mindless bullshit that you have to do in a lot of RPGs. Like you go out on a fetch like quest. Like read words. Um, maybe not that much, but you go out on a fetch quest. You get the items you need. You don't need to even bring them back to the person who requested them. The quest is just over. Oh, so they just so it's like, wow. I guess dead. so. Maybe, yeah. Maybe <laughs> that's where the direction they're going is, there an is five years ago. Point over their head. The, that might be, yeah. So the direction they're going is 2005. I did like crazy that. Years. Did you get a chance to play Magicka, speaking of RPGs? Magicka? Uh, no, but I've heard I should. It's a lot of fun, okay. it's, it's, especially if you're not really expecting too much, and it is like 10 bucks or probably less. Than yeah, time. like. But one of the first people you encounter once you get out into the wider world has a little exclamation over her head oh okay. and when you click on her it falls off <laughs> that's great yeah. yeah and that just doesn't happen anymore that is lovely so uh our topic today oh wait we should... actually since we're oh. talking about jrpgs i have something else i can plug real quick yes Ooh. i did a dragon quest podcast on my site crunk games with my best Are you friend still doing crunk games well we do podcasts every year uh now apparently and so uh we did a two and a half hour dragon quest podcast that for sounds the anniversary, like something so. i need to listen to yeah so crunkgames.com yeah Yep, it's right there on the front. You can't How do you spell it. that? C R U N K. Yep. Okay. Cool. Ray, have you ever actually been crunk? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. That'll be next week. I always wondered about that. It's it's all it's all irony. Also, Ray, uh, how do you feel no. about talking about your Game Center CX? Uh, oh, that's right. I was uh, on TV. Yes. <laughs> please. Oh. This is retro game related too. Like crazily yeah. retro game related. Please, please tell your story. Yeah. Well. Uh, Last month in September, you know, my favorite Japanese show, Game Center CX, uh, they went to America, and they had a nice America trip. They went to San Francisco and L.A., and in L.A., they had a fan meetup, and I went down there. Did you meet Arino in your costume? Yes, I did, absolutely. In your costume? Yes. Wow. 100%. You are a bold man. <laughs> you have not seen the pictures. They're fabulous. Yeah. Oh. Yes, there are and, pictures. Yeah, it just uh, aired uh, last week, last Thursday in Japan, the final show, and the, I mean, the final edited show. Did they mock you relentlessly? No, no. Oh. In fact, uh, quite uh, almost uh, admonishing. Hmm. Because oh. uh, the whole thing was that they were so surprised that so many American fans showed up. That's fantastic. In both places. So, yeah. Really I think great. Uh, so now we're going to have an American version starring William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can uh, only hope. Can't we? Well, actually, there's the Tommy Wiseau. Oh. Have you seen that? No. Are you aware of Tommy Wiseau? No. You're better off as a human being. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yes. That's good to know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Google it, uh, audience members, if you want to see a train wreck in motion. But it's sort of like Game Center CX with a crazy, weird European dude. Ray, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. That's kind of a stretch, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's this isn't the Nintendo shit cube guy. What's that? When I think European and video game. No. Okay, oh. not that Because <laughs> I would watch a show with that guy. I think we all would.
So yeah, today's uh, today's topic is oh, the yes. PS2, uh, and we might as well get down to business. It's uh, it's been eleven years almost since the PS2 came out. Only. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seems it seems like it wasn't that long ago, but yeah, I mean, going on twenty twelve. That yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Age. Uh, but Sharky expressed some uh, anger he wanted to bring up immediately. Yeah, I did. Please talk, Sharky. We oh, want to no, hear you, you spew did vitriol. This, apparently, last week we were we were positive, but I want to hear you were like, positive. We were we were ha- oh, like dear. the okay. internet's not positive. We were happy, you? like hey, uh, we're getting these games. You know, hurrah! You have yes. the option to buy them now. Yeah, that's, that's and, great. And uh, but I had the same mm. question that you did, which was okay. Wait, I thought you disabled PS2 playback or whatever. Like, uh-huh. how is this? What magic are you casting on my PS3 oh, in order for this to work? You're talking about PSN. Eerie. Yeah, just yeah. No, it, wait. It, did we, it's did we explain the exact the... same thing it always did, except now you pay for it? Yeah. Wait. Should we explain the context? Uh, PSN had released about six uh, PS2 games in their right. store last week. Yep, and they're like God Hand and a few other uh, kind of quirky um, offbeat ones. Yeah, so quirky and offbeat. They're all worthy, I would say. It, but uh, before, if you're actually downloading stuff for your PS3 at this point, you're pretty much quirky and offbeat by default. Yeah, <laughs> uh, quirky <laughs> in the fact that you don't mind your identity being stolen. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. But, Ouch. Like, what is the tech explanation behind this? Do we know? It's like the why? tech explanation. There is no tech explanation. It was just shut off. What do you mean? As in, the, the capacity is there, but it's not available to the consumer, which is kind of... can So can someone go into my PS3 and, like, flip a switch or, like, turn a wire Well, if you want to get GeoHots on the line, I'm sure you could tell you how. Mm, okay. But it's it's still there. Okay, because I thought they just removed the entire, like, board for the PS2's... Uh... Well, originally, well, yeah, they yeah, did the have the chip in there. The hardware emulation is gone. Okay. They originally had the chip in there, and then in the next model, the FAT model, they took the chip out, but they still had some sort of you know, a roundabout way to do it. But then they took it out eventually altogether uh, for some later fat models and then the slim after mm. that. Uh, but apparently this is kind of like a straight emulation layer thing because yeah. I read that th- the the saves aren't compatible now. Like uh, with the PS1 games, you can... Uh, so if you have a PS fat and you played old games, those saves won't work if you download those games subsequently? Uh, yeah, if you had like the old memory card adapter for the PS3, you can stick a PS2 or PS1 memory card. You can trade saves back and forth between the systems just easily. But apparently now you can't do that on the PS2, uh-huh. uh, which is crazy. Yeah, and I that agree. is the really stupid part yeah. for me. Well, that's the stupidest part. Yes. I mean, oh, for me. among you know, in a forest <laughs> of stupid things. I think this is especially relevant because not just we're talking about the PS2 number one, but the PS2 has like an amazing, fantastic library with thousands of games. Yeah. Hundreds of which you should probably play, right? Yes, but most of which, if you already own them, you cannot play them. Now. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I still even have my though PS2. this is obviously a software emulation thing. Yeah. I mean, the capability is there. So I mean, yeah, yeah and it's like the PS3 can read DVDs, obviously, because you can play DVDs mm-hmm. in it. So man. But, you know, if you find a way of doing that and publicize it, they'll kick in your door and prosecute That's you. That's true. Which is pretty fucking classy. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems so strange. I mean, on one hand, I am happy that, hey, I can download God Hand for nine ninety nine. Probably a lot less than it would be to pay for a physical copy, right? Well, maybe. I mean, I could still probably walk into a GameStop, and if they still have their shit yeah. bin, it, mm. it might be lying around in there among copies of but something like um, or some such bullshit. Odin right. Sphere or something yeah. like that, maybe a little less likely. And uh, I'd be happy if maybe they considered releasing some European games that uh, didn't come out here, like Suda51. Wait, no. It's, I don't think it's him, but it's uh, Grasshopper's Michigan, mm-hmm. which came out in Europe. It seems like a really strange, what? awesome idea. Yeah. Right. You but play, explain um, this thing to me. Okay. Michigan. What is it called in there? A Report from Hell? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great name. It's, it's, is this a Suda51 game? I don't think I think it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's like Ray a super would... cheesy ass horror game where you play like this Sounds news like cam- you, Yeah, you play like this news cameraman guy 
who follows the young, attractive reporter lady into so, like, so the it's haunted house. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Except there's more uh, perversion a little bit because you can like peek on peek at her panties and stuff, and she'll get all embarrassed. It's very Japanese at so the end exactly of the day. Like wreck. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, but also in that game, okay, this is like Michigan Chat all of a sudden, but uh, there, there are like many different branching pathways. You can choose to intervene, save people if you want, or maybe yeah. watch like filming them die would get you better ratings. I don't know if it works what? like that, but it seems like that'd be kind of awesome. But like, again, I don't know a lot about the game because I, I haven't played it. Yeah, and I mean, it's kind of really. like the Dead Rising camera thing. Is sort in... of. I think it's all first person perspective, though. Like you mm. are you are the camera. You, you see like the little REC in the corner and like the little like framing things are on your screen. It, wow. It seems like a fantastic idea. And there are YouTube videos if you want to check it out. This is a PS2 game. PS2, yeah. Oh, I totally missed yeah, that. So, I mean, if they would do that, like put out some of these games that we haven't seen yet, or maybe... But they're even... not going to fucking do that. You know that. They have on PS1. Yeah. I'll say that much. But that's because a company like Monkey Paw mm-hmm. took the initiative to do it. Maybe they And there will... were already games that existed on the PSN. Okay, yeah. So... on In the Japanese market. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... I guess wishful thinking, you know, maybe some great imports. Uh, Ray, do you have any pr- anything in particular you'd like to see? Oh, not just yeah. like Japanese, but I should like, have had an answer for this question. Not just Japanese. <laughs> How can you do that? Well, I mean, uh, like in the case of Michigan, there was a European version. So. Was there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So there is an English trans. It was one around. of those few cases where Europe got something we didn't, and we're usually mm. the ones who are spoiled. Yeah, always. I'm just gonna have to jack that and put it on my hack PS3. Uh, a game that I PS2 game I did just buy that was probably going to be cheaper than it will be on PSN was Flipnik, oh, which yeah. is an amazing, crazy pinball game. It's like not even like actual pinball. It's just like these crazy sort of worlds with like pinball rails and flippers and stuff. Well, for actual pinball, yeah. we wouldn't be talking about. Yeah, it. Yeah, well, so. <laughs> it's called Ultimate Pinball, subtitled. Uh, yeah, Capcom published it here. It was originally a Sony game in Japan, and uh, yeah, pretty good. Hmm. That's hmm. what comes to mind first. Uh, also, I guess Technic Beat, which is a cool uh, music action game, published by Mastiff, originally by Namco, Artica. Hmm. Hmm. Trying to think of cool music action games now. Well, PS2 had you know pretty much all of them. They had well, Space Channel well, Five, one and two. They had right. Guitar Man, uh, Prep Two. Oh, was the Space Channel Five Two just go up on? Uh, that is true. Yeah. 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 Too. yeah. yeah. That is the that is the better one. Like kind of a sucker where they were giving that away before. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is like a pack in with something. Yeah, is that uh, do both games have Space Michael or just no? That just game? just two. Okay. As far as I know, mm-hmm. Space Michael. Or was it the first one? I believe I can't they remember. both do. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's really? just that Space Michael in two has a greater role. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's relevant important. to the story. Right. Exactly. That's exactly. gotta be as opposed to just showing know. up. What was that video you did with uh, Janet Jackson, the black and white one? Uh, the scream. Space. Thank you. Yes, yeah. it was. I liked that. Yeah, it was a good <laughs> video. Yeah. And there was anime in it, and you're yeah. like, whoa, what's that? It's relevant five years after I stopped caring. Oh, another kooky PS2 game I'd wish would be up there again, uh, Chulip. Chulip. Okay, is that one of the ones that uh, came out here? It did, yes. It was super limited release by Natsume. It was only sold on GameStop.com. I remember you reviewing that when it came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't give it a great score, but I still think it was a worthy game checking out for people who like those kind of kooky games. No, if you had to be creepy, it was better than Witch Toucher or whatever the fuck it was. uh, Oh, God, don't bring that up. No, no, that's like a dark part of our history, I think. Like, we as we as a people... Poke underage girls until they scream, yeah. and now you know they're a witch. Yeah. So, wait, is that made by Skip? Uh, no, it was the, the other one, Punchline. I oh, okay. But, yeah, they're all basically the same group of guys. Is that like uh, Gift Pia and Captain Rainbow? Right, okay. same, you same exact Captain wavelength. Rainbow, and I don't know what that is. Captain Rainbow <laughs> is a really wacky uh, weave game, right? Weave? Yeah. Featuring basically the C-list Nintendo stars. There's like uh, Birdo, Little Mac. But they're um, all like crazy kind of cartoon, like 
Ren and Stimpy type renditions of them. And yeah, like, weren't most totally of those insane. to begin with? Um, I don't know. It feels like they got a lot of creative license on this game to do well, whatever they wanted like, to. Like Little Mac is like a totally obese little boy looking guy like, now. And his so. fall from grace. He's, yeah. tra- he's training pitches. What was on the it roof. called again? Captain Rainbow. Uh, Captain Rainbow. Captain Rainbow. Yeah. Did, did it have it like an erasure soundtrack? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, lost but opportunity. I guess it's probably deemed too too weird for America, even though it featured Nintendo Nintendo All Stars. Really? In a weird sort of kind of RPG ish. So it's like thing. YY Konami World or whatever the fuck. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right, more innuendo though. Huh. I like Innuendo. Innuendo was good. Are we going to do like PlayStation 2 memory stuff? Yeah. Uh, why don't we, I want to put them in between calls, but if you have a, if you have a, like a memory you want to share, go for it now. Not in particular. Oh, okay. No. No, I, I just wanted to <laughs> that hear That was weird that you brought it up. No. Uh, I can speak of my PlayStation 2 memories. Um, I basically, I, I bought it. I graduated in the year 2000 from high school. And I, I bought a PS2. How old are you, Bob? I'm, tw- I'm 29. Jesus wept. Oh jeez, that's I, I not know. that young. Come oh, on. Okay, no, it's fine. I'm on. I'm, I'm teetering over oh, the age no, of thirty. Oh, you're almost an old man of the industry. At exactly. This point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I spent most of my graduation money on a PS2, and I didn't really use it for much aside from emulating PS1 games Aww. in that really early era. Like yeah. I learned to like snowboarding. I'll tell you that much because <laughs> SSX was the the good game of yeah. that launch lineup, yeah. Yeah, and I did love it. Uh, but until about, uh, I guess, okay, I got Zone of the Enders to play the Metal Gear Solid 2 demo. Uh-huh. But until a lot of people did. Man, I had so many trade-ins on Zone oh, of yeah, the I Enders. Oh, yeah, I bet. That was, I and could build a house out of those fucking things. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at GameStop at that point, they were selling the demo separately. Like, mm-hmm. a, a used version of it, Oh, right? really? Yeah, at least at ours we did. I wish I had thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> people wanted that. They did not want Zone of the Enders. But yeah, it was not until uh, fall of 2001 that games started coming out for it. There was like... Um, Okay, Klonoa 2 was in the summer, but that was mm-hmm. not enough to hold you over. Then there was, like, Eco, of course, and then right. and then there was um, Grand Theft Auto 3 after that, just, like, a month after and that. And shortly after that, uh, what was it, A State of Emergency? Yeah. That, that was hot on the heels, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That was a mistake. That was a huge mistake. But uh, uh, And then after Grand Theft Auto 3, Metal Gear Solid 2, and I think after that, like, 2002 on was just fantastic for the PS2. But yes, it certainly like, was. Like every... Well, it was when I finally broke down and bought one, even though I had a game store before that point. Oh, wow. It was just like I'm gonna play, you know, Metal Gear Solid Two when I'm at work. Yeah, and but I just don't care to take it out of stock. <laughs> and one thing I want to like, I guess, discuss before we go into doing calls is the the importance of the DVD drive on that thing. Uh huh. It, that made a world of difference. Yeah, it's and weird you think that Blu-ray would be comparable in the PS3, but that, no, that not really. Hack it. It's it's weird in our digital age. Everyone has Netflix streaming, but at that point, a DVD player was like this new marvelous piece of alien technology, uh-huh. and a lot of people mm-hmm. got a PS2 for the DVD player. Well, it was it was price comparable with a lot of even low-end yeah. DVD players at the time. It was yeah. still competitive. I remember and, like uh, I got a refurb DVD player and it was in the $200 range <laughs> and it was a crappy like off-brand yes. like Gold Star or something. And now they're 10 bucks at Target. Mm. Yep. <sighs> now every infant has one in their crib. Oh, they come in boxes of cereal at this point. <laughs> yeah, free DVD player. But I remember shortly after that having a video store and I was phasing out the VHSs. I got rid of everything <laughs> that wasn't, you know, something you couldn't get. Um, especially stuff like, you know, Schindler's List was not available on DVD for a really oh, long yeah. time. So I did have a pretty sizable deep, you know, VHS archive, but man, the old people were so pissed about that. Yeah, the, even though you know you could just go out, anything will play DVDs. You have toasters that play DVDs. Just fucking yeah. deal with it.
All right. Let's. Oh, we had a call. I guess we don't anymore. Uh, Damn oh. you, impatience. You've won again. Oh, wait. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, is that what that big blue light is? The big blue light is our, our blue light special on callers. Mm-hmm. Hey, you've called Retronauts. Who Welcome are you? Welcome to Kmart. Welcome to Kmart. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Hi, uh, my name's Brent. Hello, Brent. Hi. What's up? I'm here with, uh, I'm Bob. I'm here with Sharky and Ray Barnholt. Oh, fantastic. Yes. It is fantastic. It's Thank a you. regular old school Retronauts, except for me. All right, so we're talking about uh, the PS2? We certainly are. That's a plan. Okay, well, um, I have something that I wanted to say that I don't see a lot about on the Internet. Um, and possibly this is because when I grew up, I was kind of a Nintendo fanboy, so I wasn't a fan of the PlayStation, and not even that much fan of a PlayStation 2. And in life, I came to uh, enjoy PlayStation 2 and a lot of the games for it. But I really hate the PlayStation controller. I agree that it did a lot of great things. The dual analog sticks are super useful and, you know, have really helped develop uh, the way that we play games today. But, like, the controller itself, I always found to be really uncomfortable and cumbersome. And I know I'm in a vast minority when I say that, but it just bugs the hell out of me. Hmm. Hmm. Even after the PS2. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I, I understand why people like the controller, but even, like, the PS3 controller, to me, is not... I mean, I prefer the GameCube controller over that. I prefer the uh, the Xbox 360 controller. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just something that, like, from PS1, uh, when DualShock came out, it's sort of like, okay, that's it. We've settled on it. And when PlayStation 2 was coming around, I was hoping, oh, you know, maybe it'll be something different. But it's the same thing. And, of mm-hmm. course, now the same thing with uh, the PS3. Yeah, I, I, I can I can sympathize with that. I mean, I well, guess the, the OG PS controller was crap. I can, yeah, I can definitely yeah. acknowledge that. The thing was made for munchkins from Oz. I mean, I realize it was Japanese, but <laughs> you know, it, it, it was just this titty little freaking thing. And um, the D-pad was pretty awful. But even after they introduced the analog sticks, yeah, that was that was frustrating. Just because the thumb offset is wrong. Mm. I mean, you're primarily not screwing with the camera most of the time, so that really shouldn't be given a place of privilege on the controller. Yeah, that's I don't true. Think. So you prefer the Xbox 360? I do, yeah. actually. I do mm. think that's a hell of a lot more ergonomic, personally. There's, there's so mm. many trade-offs for me. Like, I, I like the placement of the analog sticks on the 360, but I don't like the D-pad as much. The D-pad I don't is like, bullshit. I don't like the buttons as much either yeah. on that well, controller. I mean, they've had little upgrades with the D-pad. There's the one where you can twist it. Oh, right, that, That's right. adorable. Yeah, but <laughs> still not that great. Yeah. I mean, you're still better off pulling a quarter. Anyway, sorry. Go for it, dude. I mean, you, you just see a lot of stuff on the internet where people are talking about, you know, the PS2 controller or the DualShock, I guess, being the pinnacle of controller design. Mm. And, uh, and no, I, I don't think we should stop there. I think we should continue. <laughs> and, it's, you know, it's, it's great, and it's certainly part of what made uh, the PS2 uh, the system that it was, that it had this controller that was functional, it didn't have the, you know, huge bulky problems of the Xbox controller, or, uh, you know, some of the, the weird idiosyncrasies of the uh, GameCube controller. But still, it's just not the best one. I guess we should talk about the importance of the DualShock, though, just because it was the first... I don't know. Uh, I know yeah, Nintendo that was has a moment of innovation, wasn't it? Yeah, truly. I mean... Uh, it didn't have three sticks, it didn't look like a sex toy? Yeah. Good job. I, like Nintendo had the rubble pack, right? But Ninten- uh, Sony took that, made it made it two different motors inside, mm-hmm. and also made it so that there was no extra battery needed. Right. So, and that was a huge problem with the rubble pack. Like, no kidding, it, that thing drained batteries like crazy. Uh-huh. And it, there weren't a lot of batteries in it, to be fair, but still, I mean, mm. I, I still don't it, like it putting still, batteries. It was still fucking stupid. Yeah. You're hooking something up to a main power supply, and it's still eating batteries like candy. That that was that was dumb. Yeah. Mm. Also, you could grind that stick to powder in a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ray, any, any thoughts on the PS2 controller? I can totally see where uh, Brenton is coming from. I never really felt like I was holding it correctly. 
However, uh, the the PS3 controller they they shaved off enough from the back, you know, that little cliff from the back, that, that useless it, nub, it, that now it feels uh, you know comfortable to me, and I can hmm. feel hmm. like oh, I'm holding this right finally. But the six axes. Right. Oh my god, six axes. Oh, it's yuck. like a motion controller, except not really, and nobody cares anymore. Yeah, and it, it's still it's like that. They used it for Warhawk and fuck all sense. That gyroscope is still in the controller, right? In the oh, it's still it's there. Like, no one ever uses you know, it. Yeah. No, they don't. There's no but point to that I guess, thing. I guess it could be worse. What about the Batarang PS3 controller oh god, that never came the out? the thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yep. But at least that would have been something different. I guess so. I would have liked to have held that. Did either of you ever hold that controller? No, the controller it was, the it was only the ass would be different. I, I mean, that was just... They it, only had it under glass. Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure if it was like out, like, and then they drastically yeah. redesigned it. Well, hmm. you could hold a banana, and you get the general sense of what that was going to be like. <laughs> only a banana is delicious. True. And it can save your life. Actually, it's more like that one uh, Thrustmaster PC controller that was the exact same shape or something. Oh, God. From years before it. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Jeez. Yeah. I remember seeing one of those at CES back when I was a wee babe. Hmm. <laughs> All right, dude, anything else you want to add? Uh, I guess uh, just uh, so for people who are, like, building up their PS2 collection uh, from, like, all the old classics, uh, is there, are there any games that have really sort of, like, gone under the radar there that, uh, that like, nobody knows about? I mean, it's, there's such a huge library. I would imagine that there's some, you know, gems that just don't hmm. get the recognition they deserve. That's a fantastic question. Uh, and I dog's wish I, life. <laughs> that's true it has a really heartwarming uh, opening song well I mentioned a couple before we were taking calls yeah Flip Nick and Chulip and other games what's Chulip similar. PS2 yes. I, okay yeah. Hmm. yeah I have no idea what those are yep that's oh well <laughs> and we also mentioned Michigan go look him up Michigan Report from Hell a really uh, weird uh, Suda 51 game that didn't yeah. come out here if you can grab it from Europe I guess definitely yeah. worth your attention but thanks a lot for calling man well thanks for having me and uh, Sharky up to your website oh what, what about my website? Update your website. Oh, I'll try. Right it's been Forever. a while. Yeah, thank you. I will do. Okay, Once thank, I get home. Any internet demands more whiteboards. But uh, thanks, guys. It's yeah, thanks a lot for calling. Thanks, toodles. So the callers are laying down guilt trips now. I know. That's mm. what it's going to take, I think, at this point. I hope no one tells me to update my blog. Someone will say the same <laughs> to me. I forgot that I had a website. Mm. I've been working. Hey, thanks for calling Retronauts. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Hey, my name is Matthew J. I'm in Philadelphia. Hey, Matt. Uh, I've got Sharky and uh, Ray here with me. Hey, what's up, guys? Hi. Talking on the phone. What's <laughs> up? Uh, I want to ask about how games are getting less weird as time goes on. I think it's because they cost more to make. That is and an astute observation that I totally agree with, but please continue. Uh, I just well, Do you think that it's because games are getting more expensive to make, or do you think it's because of just the, more, the broader audience that we're getting? Because like, I work in a game store. And so I see literally everything that hits the shelves, and it's like I think back when the PS one of the PS two was out. If you look at the uh, the libraries and the PS one, hmm. uh, like decline of weirdness, and I think it's like could pick if you a lot on eBay uh, PS one games. You don't know what the hell you're getting into, and you can get any kind of crazy ass thing. But if you get a lot of PS three games. You're breaking up a little yeah, bit. You sound like a. We are going to take your question and discuss it though. But thanks, robot, thanks a lot for calling. Okay, so we'll, we'll we'll go on with this. We could definitely run with this. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I mean, once upon a time, you could get something like Incredible Crisis in a bargain bin. Yeah, you know? yeah. And but you know, when you when you're talking about, I see everything on the shelves. Yeah, that's the stuff you see on the shelves. In terms of making games, 
No, you, you get some pretty weird shit just floating around, especially if, if you know you feel like dicking around with PC stuff. That's true. Like if you look at, uh, I guess indie indie games. No, and, go to um, go to Tick Source, honestly, yeah. and yeah, you'll see no end of bizarre shit to the point where like, oh, fucking gravity and time has become boring. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know. Hmm. I, well, like if you think about it, uh, something like Rock of Ages w- would have been a, a right. full release game that yeah. like no one would have bought, and the company probably would have lost money on it. But since it's on Steam. And PSN and stuff that allows them to cut out a lot of the costs and make it uh, as much as people are willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Just but because it's getting it is to the so point weird. where occasionally this stuff trickles down to PSN or maybe Xbox Live. Yeah, but not most of the time. So but you, you see some interesting stuff. Yeah, especially on Steam. But then just you know throw out demos essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other hand, I think it's especially on PS2 there was a sort of crazy shit renaissance that <laughs> lasted from like. Until you know 2004 or so. Well, the 90s anime set just grew yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And that was you know stuff where we got like Katamari Damashi, but also like mm. totally insane Japanese things that never came out here, like uh, Kuma Uta, which is the mm. folk singing bear karaoke game. Uh, I knew you would love that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what else? Moji Ribbon, which is like a spinoff of Vib Ribbon. Yeah, which is like uh, crazy. The fact that that got a spinoff is astounding. Yeah, exactly. Mm. There's also Vib Ripple. Uh, oh yeah! Oh, no, I don't is know that the Sumi A uh, game? Yeah, okay. yeah, that's Mojo Ribbon. Yeah. Oh, okay, Mojo Ribbon. Vib Ripple is the tramp trampoline one with the crack rabbit from Vib Ribbon. Fuck me! I yeah. had no idea. When when Harmonix brought over Vid Rhythm, I misheard it as Vib Ribbon. Oh, I didn't know they were from so. Harmonix. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Jeremy, I think uh, I think he misheard it too. I was like, "Whoa, Vib Ribbon on the iPhone? That's awesome." That's and, a uh, great idea. Actually. Yeah, it's like it's, you can put MP3. And it's no coincidence that I'm naming off like Sony games too. These are all published by Sony as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the craziest thing they have now, I think, in Japan for like PS3 would be Tokyo Jungle. Yeah, but that's still not quite as uh, uh, voluminous as it was back back uh, ten years ago. I guess so. it is harder to find uh, ma- a weirdness in the mainstream, like in the wild. You have yeah. to actually go out and hunt for it. But I just think you know, back then it was just like everywhere. Yeah, there was yeah. always something to cover. That's why I don't update crunk games anymore. <laughs> no, especially when you come to like weird rhythm games and shit. Yeah, but I mean, not uh, they not... had fairly low production costs. Yeah, and... yeah. They could be potentially very interesting. Oh, God. Wasn't LucasArts... Ah, uh, shit. Three or four years ago. Oh, what the hell was the name of it? I'm sure it had an X in it somewhere. RTX Red Rock? No. Oh. No, it was, it, was, it was a rhythm game that, uh, that, they, that they were showing off at uh, E3, hmm. like, two, uh, 2006, seven, Something like that. And hmm. uh, they completely shit-canned it yeah. just because, you know, the production overhead was... Actually, no, it wasn't that much. They just... they We want to focus was, on Indiana Jones and yeah. Star Wars games. Yeah. Just being LucasArts. Yeah. Damn them. But I remember going, actually, over to their thing by the Presidio just to see this thing, because I was excited about it. I thought there was a neat plug-in MP3s. It was it was like a uh, audio surf sort of game. Oh, okay. And, of course, I was excited about that. And I got there. They never told me beforehand that that was canceled. Uh, they just really wanted me to see their update to uh, Star Wars <laughs> Galaxies, where it fucks everything. Jeez. So, yeah, I, I was a little disillusioned wow. with them God, at that much. point. That's too bad. I don't know. It seemed like you wouldn't... Even in mainstream games, and this could just be because it's it's Kojima, but like something like Metal Gear Solid Two, mm-hmm. really weird. Um, yeah, but not fly like these days. Yeah, as much. Even he is telling himself down. But not down. like fucking rainbow whacking this variety show type weird. Yeah, yeah. Not quite. It was pretty close. At least though. not on the surface. Uh, you know, that was but, definitely one of my first PS2 experiences yeah. was Metal Gear Solid Two, and I did feel like you know you guys exist to fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, I think that was his point. I like it more in retrospect. I do too, and we're gonna be. I guess we'll be discussing it later next month. It's and like obviously, you know, uh, indie downloadable space. A lot of creative stuff is. It's just that renaissance all over again. Yeah. But I was just yeah. talking about you know retail presence. Oh. Like here.
let's take a next call here. Hey, thanks for calling Retronauts. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Uh, hey, it's uh, John from Long Island. Hey, John. Hey, you've called before, right? Uh, uh, twice, actually, yeah. Whoa, it's good to hear from you again, John. I knew I, knew I recognized yeah. the voice. We have a regular. Yeah. Yay, John's yeah. back. It's always, it's always good to go, Phil, yeah. Um, we're talking about PlayStation 2 today, right? We That's are indeed. Alright, um, I'd kind of like to start off with, um, I don't know if it's come up before, but, um, how about all those really weird kind of, um, offbeat PlayStation 2 games that actually <laughs> did manage to come over shows here? Right. Like, John, um, I have a question for you. Are you, are you in this room right now? <laughs> Uh, Are you hiding behind the box in the corner? We just talked about this, like, uh, literally right before you called. Weird, uh, offbeat um, no PlayStation offense, 2 games. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, do wonder, if, is that that box with the orange on the side? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a sneaky yeah, mission. I, I guess I should have phrased by what you guys covered already. But no, I mean, uh, like, things that have come to mind. Did you guys talk about Mr. Mosquito? No, Mr. that's oh. a great one, actually. Oh, how can you talk about weird offbeat stuff and not even talk about Mr. Mosquito? They had oh, a fairly man. wide release, too. Yeah, John, actually, um, we did a, a, a recent excavation of the old one-up offices, and I was grabbing weird-ass games that just I wanted to save just in case excavation. something happened. Yeah. No, this was like Fallout. You're walking through the ruins that's and grabbing felt shit like. out of drawers. <laughs> that's what yes. it felt like. Uh, but I grabbed Mr. Mosquito. I, I grabbed Mad Maestro, both released oh. by Eidos, under their weird... Actually, Eidos had, like, a weird Japanese games label, Fresh Games. What was the stretchy arm thing? Oh, Stretch Panic. Thank you. That was Treasure? Did Eidos release that? Or? No, Conspiracy. Uh, could, well, yeah. well, okay, what was Conspiracy? Just a low-rent publisher. Okay, did they release a lot of weird Japanese stuff, or...? Uh, no, they mostly release shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they they sort of suckered Treasure into making games for them, mm. so that's how we got started. Mr. Mosquito is a great example, though. That's another one of those games that probably yeah, wouldn't be made with that sort of production overhead these days. Yeah. yeah that, oh, there's a sequel to that, by the way. It's crazy that it came over here, too. It was just really weird. Yeah. I, I found it one time in, like, a GameStop, and it's one of those things that I kind of regret passing over because I'm sure now it's, like, almost impossible to find copies of it, but... Um, I actually got to rent it to Gamefly one time, but yeah, yeah, it's this cool little game where you basically control this little mosquito, and it's uh, you're more or less kind of terrorizing this house. And, and you're uh, biting chicks on the tits. That's the yeah. I think they encourage that. Really show anything, but no, yeah, they had this cool mechanic where like you you know you're trying not to um, upset the family or at least have them not notice you, and you know it's just just right. really weird and offbeat. Uh, I mean, of course, there's also the uh, the Katamari Damacy games, which started right. on the PlayStation yeah. Two. Never heard of them. <laughs> Katamari, <laughs> what? So could you recommend anything else, John? Like, as, as long as we're talking about weird, offbeat PS2 games. Uh, you mentioned uh, Mr. Mosquito, uh, Katamari Damashi. Yeah, I don't know if it's come up yet, but and this might also segue to rhythm games, which I know also kind of gotten really big on the PlayStation 2, but one of my personal favorites, uh, Guitar Man. Oh, oh! Yes, fantastic game. I still have my original copy. I have not played the PSP version, but um, yeah, great. Great, great yeah. look. Uh, great music. By and, the uh, same guy who did, uh, who went on to went on to do uh, Owen, uh, Owen Down, right? That's and, right, uh, Innis. And now they make, um, I don't know. What they, does Innis do anymore? They worked, they on, they worked a lot on uh, Lips, that uh, oh, karaoke game, which is uh, way below their yeah. abilities. They but, made Lips. They're making another music game that you will not believe that they're making. I forget the name of it. Is it the Evangelion uh, game? Are no, they making that? that's Grasshopper. Oh, you're right. Damn <laughs> oh, it. Wow, that's also uncharacteristic. <laughs> this is what happens. You get these really creative developers and then they have to do these workman-like things to, yeah. get to the point where they can make what they actually fucking want. This is why, like, Toys for Bob is making Disney games for that's the last right. 20 years. That's right. Uh, uh, back to Mr. Mosquito, I said there was a sequel that came out in Japan Oh, yeah, only. please go on. It's, uh, it's where the family in that game goes to Hawaii, so... <laughs> Wait, there was actually a sequel. Yeah, so it's like the sequel to Beetlejuice that never happened. Mr. Mosquito goes to Hawaii. 
Yeah. Yeah, it actually is. Is, <laughs> is there a tiki idol that fucks everything up? Yes. Please tell yes, me. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's funny that, like, I, I remember there was always, like, the odd, you know, Super Nintendo game or a Nintendo game that came out, but you, you kind of be like, you know, just chalk this up to maybe you being a kid growing up with those systems, you know, you don't know how abstract some of it is, but yeah, with the. At least with the PlayStation, and then even more so with the PlayStation 2, you just saw a lot of these really weird, crazy ideas, and they just they took a lot of chances on the system, you know what I mean? And I, I guess that's one of the reasons why, you know, we see a lot more weird stuff come over here now. Like, um, and maybe not whole retail releases, but, you know, either stuff that you see on the uh, XBLA channel or on PSN Network. Mm-hmm. Yes. Awesome, John. Uh, yeah. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate you calling in for a third time. That's that's the enthusiasm <laughs> I like to see in our in our listeners. So I really appreciate it. And hopefully you'll call back again for our next one. Talk to you later. You got it. Take care. This definitely seems like a common theme. What is that? Oh, just the oddity of so many PS2 games. Yeah, the fact that it was I actually guess, a surprisingly easy system to develop for. Yeah, especially and, compared uh, to like shit like the PS3. I guess we should mention we haven't even mentioned it at this at this moment that like the PS2 was like the Wait, does it, has it still beat? Has has the Wii beaten the PS2 as far as sales? I don't think it oh, has yet. I think long since. Um, I don't know if if they did. It was recently because I was just looking at the numbers uh, not too long ago. And the PS2, I think we, in retrospect, it's been, it's been almost half a decade. I think no, wait, it's been more than a decade. But yeah. uh, we're, we're we're I think we kind of overlook how popular the system was. Like it was the Wii of it its time. Massively. I yeah. mean, it, it wasn't like up there with a Specy or the C64 or something yeah. when you're talking about like home computer sales. But no, as consoles go, but, like, yeah. As far as the console wars went uh, in, that, in that era, we have a blue light special. Oh, that's cool. We can we can hang on as long as oh, we okay. talk. Sure. Um, as far as that console era, it was the undisputed winner, mm-hmm. bar none. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all through... Well, what was it up against? Dreamcast, uh, well, really. No, uh, or the Xbox OG Xbox, and which uh, nobody cared about. I mean, the Xbox was a loss leader going into the next generation. Yeah, but I mean, what what brought PS2 uh, to those levels was probably GTA. That... It definitely was, helped. It was yeah. the GTA machine, basically, for most of its life. Well, that's the, that's also the game that motivated so many store owners to buy so many copies of State of Emergency. Oh yeah, uh, I worked at a game store when that game came out, and we had to yeah. <laughs> we had to mislead people. Hey, you remember Rockstar? <laughs> they made Grand Theft Auto. Actually, the developers made a Tom and Jerry fighting game before they made this. Oh, God. So, uh, well, yeah. Rockstar did some weird same shit. No, <laughs> I was I was part owner, and you know there was a kind of a division when it came to planning, and they're like, no, we have to get you know 16 million fucking copies of this goddamn mm. game and also, no it's like why, why don't we just wait a week because everybody's gonna be trading this fucking thing in and that's yeah. what happened oh that is what happened and i also have to say an interesting story i don't know if it's interesting but uh when we were selling that game on its first day someone walked off with an entire box of them when we weren't looking and you just let him go uh screw him no we didn't see I it happen it's like I, I wonder if that guy realizes what he did like it's like stealing a box of shit it's like, yeah i'm sure at the time it was worth money yeah. but come on dude all right they all went straight to goodwill yeah <laughs> Hey, thanks for calling Retronauts. Who are you, and where are you calling from? Um, this is Chris. I'm calling from Portland. Hey, Chris. I, I just, uh, Which Portland? Uh, there are like three. The good Portland? Uh, that, excuse me? Sorry? Oh. Uh-huh. Hi, we're here. Are you there? Oh, yes, yes, I am. Uh, yes, Sharky uh, wanted I, to know which Portland you're calling from. Uh, Oregon. Okay. Oh, the boring one. Oh, no. no. <laughs> uh, Why not Portland, Texas? That's okay. so awesome, uh, but not really. There's a Portland, Texas as well? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is it uh, as nice as Paris, Texas? Uh, almost, but not oh, okay. really. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crap. It's, but. Yeah, no Harry Dean Stanton uh, in that. I don't mean to alienate hey. any listeners in Portland, Texas, but it's pretty <laughs> bullshit. We have a pretty okay. strong contingent in Portland, Texas. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, anyway, 
Um, so uh, the port, uh, the PS2, not the Portland 2. Um, yeah. We are equal yeah. uh, as cities. Um, so it seems weird to consider it a retro system because it, it came out when I was in college. You know, so. Hey, me too. Hey, the world yeah. doesn't revolve around you, man. Yes. Uh, Congratulations it, it, on being old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it, does, it does bring back fond memories of spending way too much money uh, for a system when it originally came out that had nothing I wanted to play. I just, mm. uh, I just had, it was fresh Did off you? my first well, you know, like the fireworks game, and, and what was that one with the with the oh. pedophile in the RPG? Of uh, uh, shit. Well, I know the first one's Fantavision. I don't know uh, what pedophile RPG. What? Oh, come on, uh, Ray, you would fucking know. There was it was pedophile. It was, I, I it was an early I, PS2 RPG. There was a guy who was always I, I, hitting I, I, on little girls. Wait, I think our caller knows. Um, I, I, but I'm also struggling with the name. You could put on uh, pots and pans. Uh, oh, okay, Evergrace. Evergrace, that was it. Yes, yeah, thank by, you. By yeah, From Software. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was an uh, early out of the gate uh, PS2 game. It really didn't help sell it. No, it did not. No, n- neither did the other uh, uh, from software game. Uh, what was it? The Eternal game Eternal Steel Ring. Uh-huh. Yeah, Eternal. But was Eternal Ring the the first one? Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. I'm uh, I'm confusing myself. But uh, yeah, in my mind, the PlayStation 2 really is wrapped up with one game in particular, um, mm. and it's kind of a strange one: Shadow of Rome. Oh. A, a mediocre to slightly above average Capcom uh, stealth slash brawler game um, that was just so it was such a Japanese take on a Western myth hmm. where where you had uh, uh, what was that? No, it's like the proto Dead Rising in that it was like you know yeah. and Capcom's first attempt to try and make a western this is game. uh inafune yeah okay yeah maybe you guys yeah. can uh show no, i think it's pretty quality honestly hmm. in retrospect yeah. i mean honestly you play as octavian slash augustus that's that's nice yeah but, <laughs> but uh you know the future emperor of rome probably shouldn't have you know a fey uh anime haircut and uh, uh do you know anything <laughs> about octavian uh well uh, mark anthony might i don't know about octavian but uh like the way that the game worked was, you just chopped off limbs and people yelled at you and then threw food at you. Whoa! And then, pretty much. And, you, and then um, your opponents in the arena could uh, pick up and eat your food, which the crowd was clearly not intending for them to eat. And uh, the best way to handle that is just beat them to death with the arm of uh, another one of their friends. Wow! I know uh, that this game existed. Oh yeah, there there are some actually great videos out there if you go it's looking called for Shadow of Shadow Rome. of Rome. How yeah. how late in the PS2's life was this? It was pretty early uh, actually. I think. No, it was, it was like 04. A couple years ago, 2005, no. I think. Yeah, 2004. Oh, it was 04-05. Yeah. I think I think Brucey loaned me a copy and I loved it. Cool. Well, oh, go ahead. Uh, the final part is that that's only half the game because it was also sort of a stealth Metal Gear Solid uh, type deal, and the enemy AI was very funny because they could spot you, watch you jump into a vase, and then have no clue where you were. Uh, <laughs> and and all your attacks were based on picking up vases and then bonking them on the head when Whoa, they were this looking. is, uh, like, we're back to Tom and Jerry again. It's a Tom <laughs> and Jerry-based fighting engine. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, thanks, thanks for calling. We will discuss Shadow of Rome in your absence. Alright, all right, well, thank you for having me. Yeah, take it easy, man. Thanks, Portland. Bye. Shadow of Rome recommended. Yeah, okay. actually, wow. I think so. I think a lot of people would recommend Shadow of Rome, even though it is it is weird as fuck. I'll, yeah, I'll like I I like Inafune. I had no idea he was behind this game. 
I think that was the game where, yeah, there was it was this one like gladiatorial fight where the, it was a very determined chick. You could just keep on chopping off her limbs, and she climbed ladders after you Whoa. somehow. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess like with all of Inafune's projects, they probably, Capcom probably threw it down the memory hole. Yeah, it's like, this no probably. longer exists. He is no longer employed with no, us. No, it's worth finding, and it's actually not a particular premium, as far as I know. I think mm. I, I saw it in GameStops and bins as recently as a couple of years ago. Do GameStops still uh, still sell PS2 games? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been in a GameStop crap. in a long time. I mean, it's time. mostly like outdated copies of Madden and bullshit. Yeah. But, you know, you can find some gems in there if you go okay. looking. So I was like, at one recently. They had a giant wire rack of like bins of just games and like yellow slips. PS2 games just like overflowing this fucking shelf. Oh yeah, they have like their shitty yeah. DeviantArt anime characters on them because they don't have the original art. Oh yeah, it's yeah. A, I think it's more like uh, yeah. Penny Arcade. The Penny Arcade guy had a stroke and then they Is hired that him. Yeah. I don't know. That's well, what it, it, makes, looks like. it makes a lot of sense, yeah. really. Yeah. Hmm. They have very square eyes. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, come on GameStop. Change your art. We're waiting. I'd like to hear more about the shitty launch games because I don't know if anyone ever followed it in Japan when it came out. Like, in March of 2000, but those launch games were insane. Hold bad. that thought, Ray. I know. After this call, we'll we'll, we'll discuss. That's I'm just saying. No, we lost. Oh wait, that no. Call. Oh no, oh, there, it's back. there's another one. Cool. I do want to talk about that though. Hey, you're on Retronauts. Who are you, and where are you calling from? Hi, this is uh, Josh from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. Hello. Oh. How you doing? Uh, good, good. Uh, I'm wondering if you guys have talked about uh, my favorite game, which only came out three years ago, but uh, Persona Four. Oh, hmm. no, we haven't. We haven't. I have to oh, say, okay. awesome. we we discussed a lot of JRPGs over the past two episodes. I don't think we really touched Persona, so it's it's safe. We're safe dis- discussing it. So well, Let's leave that in, well, in Ray's court. But, yeah. I, I mean, I, well, yeah, go for it, dude. Well, it's not really, like, that old, so it's kind of weird to be talking about it on Retronaut, so I don't think anyone really wants to bring it up. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I still have a lot of nostalgia for the game, though, hmm. because... Um, I grew up in a very small town in Saskatchewan, so I related, and even though, like, Japan and Canada are very, very different countries, especially in their rural, uh, settings, Mm. I still identified with, like, the small bits in the setting in the game. Uh, something like, like, Juness, uh, giant department store moves in the town in the game, and, like, pretty much destroys all the local business, and that's something I had to live through and stuff like that. Mm. So, uh, there's a whole bunch of little ties like that, like, just like how a small town has like underfunded and unprofessional school system and stuff like that. And when the game came out, I was in uh, university, um, in dorms, missing my family, missing my old friends and everything like that. So when I finally got a chance to play the game and it came out, uh, I was kind of in a phase where I was missing this crappy small town that I came from for some odd reason. It happens. Uh, yeah, just a natural reaction. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed the game aspect of it like immensely. So it, like it played a lot like Persona Three, mm-hmm. uh, but there was a little touches in the game that made it kind of special because of just like what I connected to at that time in my life. Because it gave me like a little glimpse into supernatural high school, but it's high school nonetheless. Something that I just came out of. Hmm. Um, and so it kind of gave me like a little bit of reprieve right. uh, of the current national, like current state of my life. Well, I can so, say uh, I, I was I was living in my crappy hometown when I when I played through Persona Four, so I didn't have that same experience. But I do appreciate the the really unique setting that game has. I mean, 
Persona games already have a pretty unique setting, as in they're in the modern day, but this took it out of the big city and into more a more rural uh, setting that I guess most Americans would probably be ignorant of. So in that respect, I really liked it more than Persona 3, which is also a good game. Most Americans tell I, yeah, I thought yeah. those are the real Americans. What's that? <laughs> I mean, like. uh, most Americans don't know about rural Japan. I'm, I'm ah, sure I didn't. I, I mean, yeah. but like, hey, let's have an RPG set in Detroit or something, you know? Wait, that, wait that's Fallout 3, never mind. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Hey, but uh, any uh, other thoughts on Persona 4 before we move on? Um... Yeah, pretty much the basics of like great music, great combat, great pacing, great story, great characters. Just it was just a great game overall, and it was a uh, swan song to the PS2 that I thought should be talked about. Oh yeah, like uh, that it was was pretty much the last great game on the system. Like, sure, they're making Madden games for it still, but like uh, I think a basketball game cares? just came out for it. Uh, whatever the 2K series is, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, like. There's still PS2 games being made now, which is ridiculous. But this was pretty much the big, like, the big, like, not AAA, but big, like, great game, great overall excellent title that people recommend and think of when they think of best games of all time. Yeah, it was a, it was a really great game for the PS2 to go out on, and you can play it all over again on the Vita, if you so choose. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the Vita, <laughs> and then there's the anime that just started on Thursday. And, so we can only uh, hope that Atlas one day makes Persona 5. But I don't know. Well, yeah, they announced it, kind of. Hmm. Not hmm. really, but uh, it's kind of like an inevitability. Yeah, it'll happen because of the, how popular it is. They Sweet. teased so, it yeah. a little. Yeah. yeah, they played with the head of it slightly. <laughs> That's kind Wait, of. Anyone else other than uh, Bob play that game at all, or any of the series at all? What's that? Oh, uh, yeah. There's a mom. Anyone else played Persona here? Yeah. Speak to it? I played like the first couple, but yeah, that was a long time ago. Speaking of weird games on PlayStations. Oh uh, yeah, the very first yeah. Yeah, Persona yeah. was weird, very odd. Still, still weird yeah. and impenetrable. Like, I kept the Japanese shop music was amazing. Yeah, yeah I loved that. Yeah. <laughs> Although, Ray, uh, can you tell me what they were singing? No. <laughs> okay. Although I have to say that they, uh, I think I said this on an earlier episode, but they did not do anything to enhance the friendly, uh, the unfriendliness of that game for the PSP no. version. It was just like uh, we made the translation better, but it's the same game. Yeah. Yeah. Which I did not like. Like that game. I never finished it, but that, you know, it just was too many battles for me. Did they keep the original CG cutscenes with the butterfly? And uh, I don't think so. I think they read the really those. awkward guy with the you know, mannequin yeah. face. That guy's still there, but he's he's like anime guy now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, hooray! I, I liked um, the old CG crap. Yeah, it's like kind of quaint and slightly scary. Mm-hmm. Like the old Tekken cutscenes, uh, they are they are terrifying in their own way. Uh, Ray, anything to add? No, it's great. Hooray nice for Persona. PS2 game. Thank you for calling. Okay. Yeah, take it easy, man. call that the swan song of new non-sports chill walmart gold digging bullshit yeah uh <laughs> i can't think of a better <laughs> game really that... drilled down <laughs> yeah yeah i can't think of a better game that came out for the ps2 after persona 4 can you guys not off the top of my head hmm. i mean how late was odin sphere odin sphere was the a couple years before a couple years mm-hmm. before yeah okay um, now, time compression is setting in i'm i'm, I'm <laughs> no. old now so. we don't know they're all running together so ray you wanted to talk about the ps2's launch lineup yeah uh 
specifically, like I said, the Japanese launch games, which were just like Dark Cloud. So, no, no, I like Dark Cloud. Oh, okay. Um, it wasn't a launch game either, but I'm talking no, about stuff enough. like uh, uh, Horasvelger, which was the. Wait, how do you how do you say that? I forget. I, that's not even the proper one. But it's the crazy, shitty like F Zero futuristic racing game type thing where you have to keep your racing craft. Horse fucker? What? <laughs> it's some stupid German name they gave it. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, but you have to keep your your craft on like this this power strip that basically serves as the racetrack, but you have to mm, not go too far from it. Or so, else you don't... was it the cosmic race of its day? Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Okay, yep, 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 ah. yep. And it ran at like 10 frames a uh-huh. second, and then they tried to release it here, but then they just re-released it in Japan as like the international edition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, Primal Image, the uh, girl photo- photography game. How does that work? You... Is that like Pokemon Snap, except it's girls? No, it's not even like Pokemon Snap. You just oh, take you pictures of these scary-looking CG girls, you know, PlayStation 2 model girls, and uh, you can also, like, pose them as much as you want, so you can, like, just totally, like, embed them in the ground if you want and have them spread out their arms or whatever. Oh, I heard they did for the PS3. Yeah. It was, it was called uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. That oh, was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And, yeah, it was just hilariously bad. It's, it just amazes me that, you know, launch games have Four, always sort of actually. been just, like, stuff that... It's been so. It's been like equal parts uh, innovative and equal parts like totally unoriginal, and then it's all shit. Yeah. So was the, was the PS2 launch in uh, March of that year, and we yeah. got it in August or September? October. Oh, sorry, October. Duh, it's yeah. this month. Mm. Yeah. I guess I guess we had a little bit of time to get our shit together before. Yeah. I guess pol- polish a few of those turds. A little know, bit. Yeah. Sp- spit on Evergrace, wipe it on her shirt. Oh, they weren't all turds. I mean, a lot of them were things that started development of PS One and then yeah. just made the transition fairly gracefully. I mean, ICO came out shortly after launch. Yeah, that's true. It didn't no, take it was long like a year. Yeah, it was yeah, a year. It was about a year. That's shortly. I mean, two thousand one was definitely the the, the this important is a system year. that still has games out yes. for it. What so. was the uh, the worst PS2 launch game? I, I believe I'd like. I'd go with Fantavision. I'm sorry. Fantavision. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> or Evergrace, honestly. <laughs> Fantavision was well put together. It was at least a solid game. I yeah, thought. but that was not was selling not, systems. I it was not out. made out of fucking Elmer's glue like Eternal Ring was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when, when my livelihood depended on selling these fucking things because I just bought a bunch of them, <laughs> having Fantavision on the well, wall didn't do me any goddamn that's your good. your problem. Not all of us ran a store, mister. Okay. Whoa. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, that didn't that didn't move units. Neither did Evergrace. But does everyone but, agree that SSX was the best launch yeah. game? Yeah. Oh, I, yes. Okay. Oh, God. I still have people asking for that. I bought a memory card afterwards. and SSX before I even had the system. So. Mm. <laughs> good call. Really. I bought a memory card before I had the system for some reason. I just thought... Yeah, they, they, sell, they were selling them early. nobody ever traded that fucker in either. Yeah, well... I mean, I remember when I finally got, like, SSX Tricky in, you know, and they were like, no, I want SSX. Uh, No, that's very tough. I like Tricky. I also, I also think there was a weird memory card shortage when the PS2 mm-hmm. came out for a while. Yes, Just, everyone was buying them early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Strange That's thing. I'm, I'm going to jinx myself. So, no, knock on wood. Those shitty Mad Cats ones that, that erase data. Oh randomly. yeah, those yes. were cool. Oh yeah, like, so many people bring those back too. But like, uh, knock on wood, my PS2 memory card about 11 years ago still works, and I still really? use it. Yes. God oh. bless you. No, I have one that I sent through the dryer a couple times. Jesus, and it's still okay. that flash so, memory is good for life. Oh, that stuff like, is indestructible. It's fantastic. It's hilarious. So, like, I have a four gig drive in this laptop I'm recording on right now, and the the PS2 memory card is eight eight megs of power, and it's like it's <laughs> yeah. like thirty times bigger. God bless you, technology. You continue to amaze me. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Let's take our next caller. And they're still forty bucks for a two pack. Oh, what a steal! Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're on Retronauts. Who are you, and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Joe, and I'm calling from Milwaukee. Your name is, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Joe? Yes, Joe. Joe, how's it Joe going, Joe? Milwaukee. So I guess that makes me a Midwest or not. Ah. Uh-huh. You're about as Midwest as you can get. You're the average Joe. 
I am. Well, Are I, you a I plumber? Think I'm a, I would think I'm above average, really. But Okay, well, we'll see. We'll judge you. What's up, above average, okay. Joe? Well, uh, first I wanted to thank you for uh, pimping my uh, Super Dodgeball video on the Twitters. There. Oh, okay. Oh, that was you. So, yeah, thanks Thanks me. for doing that. I, I found it very interesting, uh, that commercial. That was the commercial, right? No, it was, uh, it was a video comparing the... the oh, PC that's you. Version. Okay, yes. <laughs> I remember you. Yes, I, I actually watched most of those videos. They were very informative. What are they called again? You can pimp them here, too. Uh, yes, the series is called Same Name, Different Games. That's right. Uh, oh, did you do you the Neo Geo one? I'm sorry? Did you do the Neo Geo one on there? No, I didn't, because I, I don't have a copy of that, although oh. I wish I did. Wait, uh, oh, you just uh, steal it. Just, <laughs> just to refresh my memory, yeah. you were comparing the TG-16 and the NES versions of Super Dodgeball, right? Yes. Correct. Okay, yeah. Uh, same same name. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Same, okay. Same, yeah, same name, different game. Yeah. You can find all the episodes at com. Go there. I, I recommend it. Hey, I retweeted it, so I, I approve. But, uh, you did. Which, let's we're talk about the PlayStation 2 today, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's PS2 chat time. All right. So I, I guess I just want to talk about, and I know I'm calling it a late, so maybe you already talked about it, but the, the sort of weird-ass shit that came out towards the end of the PS2's uh, lifespan. Oh, like, wait, the end. The development cost. Yeah. Can you please give us yeah, some examples? Um, Katamari Damacy, uh, Fire yeah. Pro Wrestling Returns, God oh, Hand, you know. God Hand's a good one. Oh, what was that, that, the terrible chicken a space station yell at her through a microphone bit? Oh, oh, Life Life Life. Life. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a yep. good example. That, unfortunately, I don't <laughs> think that was low budget. I think they put a lot of money into that. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. That was Capcom, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought yeah. Lifeline was Konami, actually. Oh, it was Konami? Yeah, Konami. Okay. I thought so. Yes. Yeah, there were a lot of weird like survival horror things popping up around that time. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we actually spent a lot of time so far discussing the weirdness of the PS2, and I think that's one of its best features. It was the last, uh, I don't Affordable know. Affordable weirdness? Yeah, like yeah. it was the last, like, I can go out and buy a weird game without having to go on Steam and, like, download some three guys who made it project or whatever. It was actually, like, a disc. We had dozens of guys who made this, and it's still insane and not very good. Yeah, it's definitely something to feel nostalgic for. Yeah, yeah. I, I do miss the weirdness. Yeah, so some of it was weird and, and really good though, like like God Hand, which you know just got re-released on the PlayStation Network, I guess. Yeah, I'm actually I, I haven't bought that yet because I have way too much on my plate, but I'm gonna get around to playing that just because I hear it's incredibly weird. But it's one of the I guess handful of games Mikami's actually directed himself, so mm. I figure it's worth playing. Are you into spanking? Yeah. Whoa. I'm, yeah, no, yeah, that's not a non sequitur. <laughs> I'm just saying you would like it. Oh, there's spanking are. in the game. Oh yeah. Okay, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you have you a God can, Hand. Why don't you spank with it? I guess Seriously? so. I guess. Right. I would do a lot with my god hand. So you spank scantily clad women to death. Whoa. Okay, this game is sounding way more intriguing than I thought. <laughs> it oh. is worth looking it's at. It's a window into my mind. So any other uh, topics you want to bring up? Um, no, mostly that. I guess it sounds like you guys talked talk a lot about the weirdness already, but I just thought that was really cool that towards the end of the system's life especially, there was so much stuff that the development costs were so low that people were just yeah. like, oh, we'll try this, and... and even stuff like Fire Pro Wrestling Returns, which I guess it's a wrestling game, so it's not that inherently weird, but it's not a big thing that ever caught on in the U.S. And it's finally, finally made its way to the U.S. just because development costs and, and the cost to release games in the system was so low that things that were quirkier or weirder made it to the United States. And I, I think that was a really great legacy for the system to have in its later years. Yeah, it's, uh, we're fondly remembering it here. But thanks a lot for calling, and hopefully we'll hear from you again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, take it easy.
one thing he made me think of was the fact that um, this was not towards the end of the PlayStation's life because I mean, hell, it's still it's, it's still alive for all intents and purposes. But ah, kind of. Yeah. I guess I guess it's kind of just pooping out sports games here and there. But I have three or four of them in my closet. One actually fell and nailed me in the forehead the other day. And oh, it'd be cold. I literally uh, do have four in my closet. Yeah, yeah. four PS2s. A couple tests yeah. and a couple. Yeah. Oh, before I before I move on to what I was gonna say. Um, how, okay, how many PS PS2s have we bought so far? You oh, like said individually? Like, um, I've, I've bought one. Okay. I have a shitload that I stole out of one-ups warehouses before oh. they fired me. So, <laughs> Were you, yeah. like, taken away on a handcart, like, running down hills and... Yeah, okay. something Sharky's like that. Sharky's admitting to legitimate crimes on Retronauts. It's not uh, a crime. I know, I'm just kidding. Uh, Ray, how many PS2s have you had in your life? Uh, five. Wow. I have, uh, right now I have one fat American one, one fat Japanese one, one slim American one, and one mm-hmm. slim Japanese one. Okay. I have three, not for any sort of import purposes, just because the first two broke. And I think that should be something that should be said. The PS2 was a piece of crap oh, when it no, first no, came no. out. This, this, is, this is a piece of hardware that can fall out of your closet, nail you in the forehead, <laughs> fall to the floor, knock you cold, and still function. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I it's just when it's sitting still left. and not doing anything. Oh, is when it breaks that's when it breaks down. down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, come on, let's talk about this because I think this was the first. Let's talk about that fucking hard drive while we're at it. That, okay. That was, that was a useless piece. We could of talk shit. about that next, but I do want to talk about the failure rate of PS2s. I think it was the first like majorly widespread system right. failure. Yeah. On that level, it has since been eclipsed by subsequent systems. Yes. Pretty much all of them. Class action lawsuits, but yeah. um, that was the first time you're like, wait, I, I spent I spent three hundred dollars on this, and all and of a sudden it's, it's not going to work. A month. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my first run was horseshit. Yeah, just like the PS1's uh, like initial. I'll flip it over, mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll uh, be you'll yeah, be put it up good. On the side, put a, a pomegranate on it. Maybe that'll help. Yeah. yeah. So like, I had to go through th- two PS2s before I got the slim, and the slim has treated me well for the past six years. So I can't complain. Yeah. Right. But uh, the hard drive, Sharky. The hard drive. Well, I got one of those for Final Fantasy Eleven. More the fool me. Yeah, and they then, did. And they did. They they aborted that, and they pretty much aborted any sort of real network play. I mean, I there were there were good online games it. for it, but they tried to make it, you know, basically what the PS3 is now in terms of online gaming, and it did not work at all. No, there was they were going to put AOL on it on one. Point. Oh my god, that is a victim <laughs> oh, of the late nineties, yeah, early two yeah. thousands. Yeah, that was that was a hangover. It did work. Um, the no, weird the weird thing I is, I mean, you could save like pictures from Fatal Frame Two or something on it, but you uh, couldn't yeah. actually put save games on it. That was mm. the thing that blew my fucking mind. That is that's that's kind of ridiculous. That makes I can't no believe sense that. Yeah. whatsoever. You couldn't have, you, a, have a virtual no, memory you, card, really. It, you could, but you couldn't use them from the hard drive. You yeah. still had to copy them yes, from the card. Yes, you, you did. Uh-huh. So you, you could back up your saves and then use right. your blank memory card, but you couldn't just use the hard drive yes, as a memory yes, card. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it was it was a useless, heavy piece of shit. That, <laughs> threw off the heat of a thousand suns and hurts really bad when it hits you in the forehead. And, and I guess so, that the PS2 Slim eventually got rid of the support for the hard drive. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Completely. The thing and is, then, and then the support for the Ethernet port. Uh, also, yeah, weird accessories. You had to you had to buy PlayStation the mod- and their lack of support for stuff that they made that, <laughs> that was actually awesome. You, you yeah. had to buy the modem separately at first, though, right? There was a there was a cable mm-hmm. modem and like a, your regular dial-up modem, but the Slims yep. have the modem on board. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was weird because I it was I, still like a 56k modem, wasn't it? Uh. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Because like I I I, uh, I had one game that was online compatible, and this was maybe two years ago. And I'm like, wait a minute, I've never even tried to take my PS2 online, and it didn't work. Yeah, I, I felt like black it. magic. Like, how does it work? It doesn't. Right. Can you can you still do that? Uh, uh, no, because a lot of the games have their sh- servers shut down, so it's yeah. like you can you can still connect to FF11. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why? Why but, would you want yeah. to run it in 640 by 40? Nice. Let's take our next call. Hey, you're on Retronauts. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Cody Smith. I'm calling from Oceanside, California. Your name is Cody? Hey, Cody. Yes. Hey, Cody. I'm here with Sharky and Ray Barnhold. Hey, how's it going? And we're talking about the PS2. Oh, yeah? 
Yes. Yeah, so uh, um, when I got my PS2, um, I wasn't all up to date with all the uh, gaming media at that time. Okay. Um, so um, <laughs> when I uh, when I got it, like I was always trying to get my PS1 accessories to work with it, like the multi-tap. So I guess like got one and all that. But uh, was it just me, or was it like um, kind of half-assed how they ported all those stuff over? Mm. Well, I'm pretty sure a lot of the games needed uh, the analog buttons to work, yeah. which is why a DualShock 1 wouldn't work on a PS2 in, for some, in some cases. Am I right? I remember that being an oh. issue. Mm. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I, I guess they weren't really forward-thinking in uh, ex at least accessories being compatible. But, I mean, you could at least stick your old memory card in there for your PS1 and have it, you know, read PS1 games totally fine. The analog sensitivity of the buttons was something was kind of discarded pretty quickly too yeah i mean it yeah. still exists in the ps3 controller but no, it's yeah. not as like it wasn't utilized. much of a sensitivity you had to basically press your fucking thumb right into the fucking thing to get yeah it. yeah that's true <laughs> which was especially difficult in metal gear solid 3 uh -huh. right man weird yes cody please do go on any other uh, ps2 related topics oh um just uh just how i was disappoint uh, disappointed about uh, a lot of the great you know rpgs that came out on the ps1 that you know either got sequels on the ps2 in japan and not here, like Brave Fencer Musashi, uh, Legend of Jaguar, and all that good stuff. But and uh, the utter disappointment that was Crash Bandicoot and Spyro on the PS2. <laughs> right. I wouldn't really call most of those great RPGs personally. Hmm. Um, what Brave Fencer? I, I like the original. It's quirky. I thought it was, I thought it's weird. It was quirky. It's incredibly yeah. flawed. The Musashi some... sequel came out here, and it was Did kind it? of poopy. Yeah. Ah, there was no Dragoon sequel though. Yeah. Uh, I hope there wasn't. I'm sorry, I didn't like that. I did like the crucified robots, though. I like anything with crucified I'm, robots. As we all do. It makes anything better. Cody, you sound like you're in line at Arby's. Is that true? <laughs> oh, no, I'm actually at Legoland. Oh. oh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is it that boring this? that you have to call? <laughs> Are you on a Lego oh, no. coaster now? Are you supposed to be watching a child? Are you working oh, there? No, <laughs> no um, uh, my family came down because uh, they're, they're doing a field trip, and... Uh, Basically, like they, they asked me to come with them, so I'm I'm coming for the right. kids' sake. That's cool. I think That's I, a great way to kill time. I think I missed uh, your location. Where where are you? Uh, it's in Oceanside. Oh, uh, San, yeah. San Diego area. Yeah. The in the Independent Republic of Legoland. Yeah. Population three thousand. People's Republic. Well, send us a bag of bricks. Yeah, I prefer green. Yeah. yeah. Edible, well, it's, about, it's nine bucks for for a quarter of a pound. So, that is highway uh, robbery. That's fine. I'll PayPal you. I'm milling a, a sculpture of Teddy Roosevelt right now. <laughs> There's Plus. actually a, a giant sculpture of Albert Einstein that took, like, four months to build. Yeah. It took, like, 9,000 bricks or yeah. some crap like that. Yeah, that was me. Oh. <laughs> Look for Ray's signature under the mustache. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yes. There it is. Awesome. Sweet. Well, thanks a lot for calling, Cody. I appreciate thanks, it. Cody. And hopefully we'll hear from All you right. again. Bye. Thanks. about was the fact that there were a lot of really good PS2 games that came out around 2005 2006 that were ignored mainly because the new the new hardware was coming out yeah, stuff like right. bully 
uh-huh. think than get the yeah. attention that it yeah, deserved. The, the, the bully, uh, yeah, the, it was the it was the Scholastic edition, I think. Oh right, yeah, that eventually came out. It was a yeah. terrible, terrible port for the it Xbox was, 360. Actually. I mean, it still yeah. had the crappy frame rate issues and everything like mm-hmm. that. But um, but I did love Bully. That was one of the mm-hmm. few A pluses yeah. I've handed out when um, I released. That was great. We that talked a lot back about in Rockstar's good graces. Yeah. Somehow. Uh, I believed in them after, <laughs> after Bully. After I shit-canned uh, Manhunt 2, they uh. wouldn't talk to me after that. It's not my fault. It was a shitty Well, game. I don't think you wrote the main review on that, did you? That yeah, was I did, oh, okay. actually. Yeah. Well, I know and Robert Ashley wrote the one for, for the website. Uh, I think I wrote the one for EGM. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. that, that didn't do me any favors. Sorry. Anyway, thrilling discussion about how yes, much Rockstar may or may politics. not hate Sharky. We'll, we'll check in it, on it, this. It wobbles depending on the year. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, but, anyway, like, I think stuff like, I know I know Yakuza's not the best game, and the series is kind mm. of, like, flopped oh, around a lot. But it, I, it's, it's like stuff. it was a weird like take on an RPG that I appreciated, yeah. and no one cared because you know oh the Xbox 360 is coming out. Look how pretty it is, and all that stuff. Yeah, the only problem is that they dubbed the first one in English. And yeah, said fuck right. a lot. Michael Madsen was in it. Well, they're gangsters. Yeah. Of course, they say fuck a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. That's how it works, isn't it? It no. doesn't seem right coming from Japanese guys. And but it feels like uh, a lot of developers casino. were releasing their best games in that era, like 2005, 2006 for the mm-hmm. PS2, and it seems like a, a handful of them kind of went overlooked. Got, uh, a lot of them went overlooked. I mean, shit like uh, Fatal Frame 3. That's hard as fuck That's to true. find. That's true, and they made yeah. another Fatal Frame that never came over here for yeah. the Wii, I think, something yeah. like that. Weird. But 3 is shockingly hard to find. I think I, I think I had a review copy, and I gave it to somebody, and they were just like, oh my god, fucking thank you, I've been looking for this for yeah. years. Cool. So, all right, Quit. let's take our last call. Don't forget Shadow of the Colossus, of course. Oh, yeah, mm. but that was, that was the greatest hit. It sold. Yeah. It didn't sold, sell Mindshare. You know mm, what I mean? I understand. Ah. No, Mindshare. Now it's back. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. There's a ghost on the other end. Hello, you're on Retronauts. Who are you and where are you calling from? I'm Patrick and I'm calling from Austin, Texas. Are you in the middle of a tornado? No, I'm just in the middle of the, tra- middle of the bus. Okay, that makes oh, okay. sense. Uh, who else is on? I've got uh, Scott Sharkey and uh, Ray Barnholt with me. Okay. I'm <laughs> that was an yeah, enthusiastic response. <laughs> no, no well, I like listening to all you guys, especially all the podcasts, when you've been out there and everything. Uh, uh, I'm going to talk about is one of my favorite un- underlooked games on the uh, PlayStation 2. Uh, only in there's uh, two, the second run. Oh, yeah. Second so ZOE 2. That was, that was the best one. Yeah, I have to hear that. It's one of the best ones. I can't wait for both it on the 3DS and possibly HD remakes that come out, maybe. And maybe even a sequel. It's just, I found the game very sort of, the, uh, especially the uh, combat is very sort of exhilarating, something that I don't even see, like, even nowadays. Like, it's very simple, but yeah. it's very good and everything. Well, cool. That, hey, thanks a lot for calling. We're going to let you go because there's, there's a lot of background noise and that might uh, get distracting, but we appreciate your call. <laughs> and uh, we okay. will talk about Zone of the Enders 2 in your absence. Okay, thank you. Thanks a lot. Doodles. He said he was on the bus? Yeah, yeah he was on the yeah. bus. It was better than Legoland. There, yeah. there were no children screaming. So, the... <laughs> so Zone of the Enders 2. Yeah, that, uh, that was the one you don't trade in. Yeah, I think I have a copy at my desk. I do. I, d- I got that in the excavation run. Yeah. With my mm-hmm. Nuka-Cola caps and... Uh, Impacts. Yeah, I'm glad to see it coming back for the HD pack. Hmm. Is there a release date on that? Because I know I know uh, Silent Hill and uh, like Metal Gear things uh, got pushed back. No, to next not that year. one. Okay. Uh, hmm. Yeah, next year. Why don't you guys just take calls? I'll be right back. Okay, Sharky. Uh, I, I'm dying. Ha- is going to explode. Oh yeah. This like Neo Tokyo, but uh, we will continue <laughs> in his absence. Uh, Ray, you want to take a call? Oh sure. Yes, let's do it. Sharky did not give up. He's just taking a short break. Yeah. <laughs> and we lost our call. 
Damn it. Oh, gosh. So, I guess uh, any other PS2-related uh, topics we can cover? We did, we did accessories. We did online stuff. I can say that around the launch, I was one of the uh, idiots who bought one overpriced on eBay, just so I could get one. Oh, because, you know, I'd bought that memory card and SSX beforehand. I was like, God, I can't wait any longer. Yeah. So um, I had to spend, you know, uh, almost double the price. <laughs> I had, there was a, okay, was this one of the first times there was a, a, a system shortage? Like one of the first launch times there was a system shortage? It feels um, like it was, but I, I could be wrong. Like, no, no, yeah. N64, N64. Yeah. It I just felt like a, this was the first time where it took at least like six months for things to start popping back up again. Right. I guess yeah. in our adult lives, it's <laughs> yeah the real one. It's like when you have money and can, can buy things with it, you're like, just give it to me. Yeah, you know? yep, yep. All right, sweet. We have a call. Hey, you're on Retronauts. Who are you and where are you calling from? Hi. My name is uh, Joe. I'm calling from British Columbia, Canada. Hey, Joe. You're our second Joe and our second uh, Canadian citizen. Oh, ha. <laughs> So please, we're talking about the PS2. I have Ray Barnholt with me, and Scott Sharkey's about to make his uh, astounding return. So uh, let's talk hey, PS2. Hi. What you got for us? Hey, I, uh, I've listened to every Retronauts. Uh, I love you guys. Hey, I, uh, we love you too. Uh, I speak for all of us. What you're doing, Ed. I, I saw um, the PS2 uh, on the site. You guys were talking about it, and I knew I had to call in because I... One of my favorite systems. Yes. It's one of uh, ours, too, I, have, I think. I have uh, more PS2 games than PS3 and 360 uh, combined. I think that's true of me, too. So do you have any like specific yeah. uh, topics you wanted to cover? Uh, we talked a lot about uh, weird PS2 games. We talked about launch games. Uh, you have anything you want to bring to the table? Um... Yeah, actually, uh, probably this is, um, I am personally amazed at um, how many unlockables and cheats there are. It seems like they're, they were actually built into the, they were actually unlockables on the CD, you know what I mean? Like, hmm. if, you, if you complete so many uh, missions or go into a secret area or something, you unlock, like, uh, in Twisted Metal Black, there was all kinds of unlockables for, you know, um, secret uh, levels or something like that. It, it just seems like nowadays they're going with, uh, oh, if you, have, if you want to unlock this, you have to pay for it or could be available in DLC or possibly, uh, you know, it's, it's somewhere or something. Yeah, it's true. I think uh, yeah, like just... if they could have sold us that stuff back then, they probably would have. Am I right? Yes. Just because <laughs> yeah. uh, right. with the technology was not available at the time. But you are right in the fact that there was a lot of content that was unlockable on in PS2 games that you know uh, would today be probably DLC. Kind of, probably. Yeah, yeah. it's like Castlevania I'm Symphony of the Night. i about this new fucking the consumer technology. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a new frontier. It's yeah. good for all of us, and by that I mean corporations. Uh, but yeah, anything else you wanted to bring up about the PS2? Uh, yeah, actually, I just I have uh, 11PS1 games as well. I don't, I don't play them as much, but uh, when I first heard about the PS3, actually, I was thinking of selling my PS2, because I heard the original, 
at the time had backwards compatibility, but mm. the whole mess up with Sony removing that chip, I just thought, uh, the PS2 backwards compatibility chip, I just thought, oh, it's not... And the PS3 had a greater chance of breaking down, too. Yeah. It's the only system right now that's standing uh, vertically, and yeah. I, I don't have it in the, uh, the optional stand that you could have got it for. Oh, I remember. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah it, just, it, just, it just stands perfectly. You know, you, you don't... I mean, if you knocked it over or, or bumped the, the table or whatever it's on, it could fall over, but I had no problems with that. Yeah, actually, Sharky was just telling a story about how one uh, yeah. nearly murdered him uh, <laughs> by falling out of the claws onto his head. But hey, Joe... Hey, uh, it still works just fine. We're going to so. let you go now, but thanks a lot for calling and thanks a lot for listening. I really appreciate you being such a devoted listener. Sure. Oh, hey. by the way, yes. um, I am the jokes on you on your... Uh, one up page. Okay, so if I if I know if I see that name, I'll know it's you. The jokes on you, Joe. Oh, the jokes. The oh, jokes yeah. on uh, maybe. Oh, but anyways, hey, thanks a lot for calling. The Joker. Oh, we will remember this. Thank you, Joe. So Joe brought up the uh, the the PS2 uh, vertical stand. Yeah. What a the, weird... the, the most unnecessary bit of plastic I think I've no? ever seen. No, hilarious. Second only to the horizontal stand. Oh. There was a horizontal stand. Yes. Wow, I thought I was ripping people off. Wait a minute. Store, oh my God, you're right. Yes. You are right. What the hell? Okay, can you talk about this? What the hell? Why would you need that? Was this like a doily? I, I'm mad Yeah, in basically, retrospect. it was, you know, a decorative piece. That, <laughs> Did it let the PS2 breathe better or something like that? <laughs> no, in fact, it, you know, it covered up the bottom. Um, <laughs> it made it break down faster. No, I, there were no vents on the bottom, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was just, I think it was just one of those things wow, that's where Ken Kudarati said, yeah, let's just push it through the... Yeah. A nickel's mm. worth of plastic. It, How can we make money on this? People yeah. should have it like I have it in my home, Ken Kudaragi. I have it splayed out all nicely, the nice blue stand. So Ken Kudaragi is your horizontal stand? You just sort of embedded it in his abdomen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be better, uh, wouldn't it? Uh, but yeah. And no, those were like, what, those. $15 each? Jesus, what? <laughs> really? They were. Them? like the. I remember the vertical stand had to be $15, yeah. $20, and it uh-huh. was like literally... Like a, a tenth of a cent worth of plastic, you you shove the thing oh, into. The retail markup on those was great, though. I yeah. think I got those like eight bucks a pop wholesale. Yeah. So. It's all part of the design language of the PS2. It's like, couldn't you just get the design bo- language? Couldn't yeah. you just get bookends to you know slap yeah. those things on the side or something? I don't know. A couple rocks. I'll tell you what. Yeah. When I worked at re- retail last, they had a horizontal stand that just languished there for years and years until it was finally like three dollars, and I finally just bought it. <laughs> you bought it. Yeah. Well, so I have a horizontal stand. Yeah. Good job. Cool. You didn't just take it, because nobody was going to notice. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. It's like it just disappeared. Thank God, it's gone. God, actually, I think I, that, that happened in my old store with the uh, the batteries for the for the uh, place, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Dreamcast VMUs. Mm. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> sitting around for so fucking long. And I walked a... in there long after, you know, the heyday of the Dreamcast, right. if it ever had one, and oh. asking for a few of those, and the guy's just, just, just fucking take them. Yeah. <laughs> and after I bought that store... Uh, <laughs> I ended up having to account for all the missing inventory among oh that, my like, God. like eight VMU batteries. It was like, oh, I know where those went. Wouldn't you need like a, a garbage bag full of those to get through one game? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, that was like the. I, I had mean, a girlfriend at the time that was way into the little Chow mini game thing from Sonic yep, Adventure. That'll, so that'll yeah, that burned through yeah, pretty, quick, pretty fast. People brought those to school and it seemed cool, but then I was like, why, why don't you bring it anymore? It's like Just the fact that dead. I said they get plugged into the controller and didn't recharge was astounding. Yeah, it was uh, utterly. The technology it makes a wonderful yeah. noise when you wake it up, though. But you know, you must find something to do with these oversized watch batteries i yeah. guess mm. yeah damn well i guess we're done with calls for today let's make some final definitive statements on the ps2 what well, can i it just say that was a, fucking sucked that was a wonderful <laughs> final call 
Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the joke's on me. I guess it is apparently. But I don't yeah. know. Like, what do we all feel about the PS2? I personally, I love it, and I've I've recently returned to it. I'm playing a lot of like RPGs on it, and I'm like, wow, I still like the PS2. Is it's it's aged gracefully. And I really wish, like Sharky, that they would have kept the compatibility in the PS3. Kind of, yeah. Like, no, extremely. I, I'm still glad I kept those around. I mean, it's like it's like a Joni Mitchell song. Yeah. You don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Have we covered everything? I mean, I'm sure we haven't covered everything, but I mean, no. are there any other topics but, you guys would want to, like, discuss just really quick before we wrap up? Did I bitch about Evergrace yet? Yes, uh, I did. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but yeah. the music in that series is great. Yeah, right. yeah. And yeah. I think uh, you even, did you did you write about it, like, someone recently for 1UP? Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. 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 And I've had it on the old podcast, too. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well mm. trod, then. So that's it. PS2 is great. Kind of. Who hard, will agree with me? can fuck itself until it bleeds out and dies, but that's other true. than that, it was pretty I cool. should say that, you know, the PS2 emulation on PC is pretty good these days if you have a... Shockingly, you know, yes. Yeah. I'm so, really I mean, if you want to play a game that in HD, a PS2 game... You know, no, if you have good. a beefy little bastard, it's not hard to do. It's still not super perfect or anything. No, it's not like, as good as like GameCube emulation. At this it point, makes you. It will make you wish for like an HD port of Dragon Quest VIII. <laughs> and I it? think. I think it, yeah. An official one. I mean, how does that game look in in HD? Well, in uh, emulator Fantastic. HD. I bet because Wind Waker really? looks like butter. Yeah. It's like butter. Mm-hmm. Ah, everybody's made out of butter. It's like the. It's like the game <laughs> it should have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I love the PS2. Which is why when you said it was aging gracefully, I didn't completely agree, because I think it's going to age very badly very soon. I guess that, well, yeah. the PS1 had the same thing. The PS1, I mean, yeah. Like, you get that tearing. That was... And the people that, like, their bodies are like sausage segments. They're not, like, uh-huh. all seamlessly yeah. like, put together. Yeah, the textures are just slipping all over the goddamn place. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. There's, there's, to me, that there's something... Non-Euclidean geometry. We went from sausage arms to sausage fingers. So yeah. At least there's that. I don't know. There's something, there's something still charming to me about it not like it not being perfect. The graphics not being perfect, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe just me and my, my own weirdness, but I don't know. That's just how I feel about things. I understand. Cool. <laughs> I like to just find... I love the feel of the controller on my sausage fingers. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, let me just... Uh, I wanna, sensitive. I want to announce a few things before we go. I didn't mention it during our uh, our letter segment, but I did want to mention our address again because I want letters, people. Yep. And Lego know, bricks. And Pay Lego attention bricks. to me. I want uh, validation. <laughs> so please send me anything legal in the mail to Retronauts, care of Bob Mackey. Yeah, no CP, thank yeah. you. <laughs> IGN.com, 625 Second Street, third floor, uh, San Francisco, California, 94107. That's the address. You know what to do. And like I said, I entertain uh, people when they write envelope art. I'll post it on the blog. I've done it before. I'll do it again. <laughs> Don't <laughs> test me. Also, we have a Twitter account, just so you guys know. Uh, it's Retronauts. It's really easy. Just go to yes. Retronauts on Twitter. Follow us. You'll get uh, all the updates you need. We tell you when the posts go live. We also tell you when our blog is updated. Yes, we have a blog. Um, I still need to make this a little easier to access, but... If you just Google Retronauts blog, you'll find it. It's a little hard to find on the site, and unfortunately, the URL is kind of unwieldy. But just oh, search. it's like one up. Yeah, <laughs> just search for Retronauts blog in Google, and you'll be fine. And hey, like I said, we write a blog post for every episode. It tells you what music is in every episode, and then there's also other writers who write uh, interesting retro-related articles. And uh, if you don't want to send Lego bricks, I would suggest sending your own uh, Lego PS2 horizontal stands to us. Oh, is that a real thing? <laughs> it could be. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, make be, your I'm own. I'm sure people make those. Make yeah, your own. At least they did. Back with you, okay. Let's do plugs. Ray, plug something. Well, I, gee, I plug stuff already. I, I can know. plug it again. Right. People have short mem- memories. Scroll.vg, crunkgames.com for the Dragon Quest podcast. Uh, 
on TV. I can't tell you where to get that. So it's not like a is it a secret? Suit. No, it's not like an easy URL. Oh, okay. So Sharky? You know. I don't know. I guess I have Sharky.gamespite.net, which I have Apparently, yet to update for the last year. Callers so. have been calling in. Um, Evil Sharky on Twitter, or you know, I'm just gonna plug the American prison population. They, honestly, they're my favorite <laughs> writing call-ins. And I bet yeah, some they, of them are listening. Oh, right? I should hope so. Yeah, and, like yeah. if you're in prison, I no, feel for so you, bro. Send me another mural made out of toothpaste. Did that I, I, I love those. Okay. Yes. You poor bastards. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So yeah, that was our uh, our PS2 episode. Hopefully, we did justice. So for Sharky and Ray. I will say goodbye, but hey, you guys can say goodbye too, why not? Salutations later. You don't have to. You must. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. That was fun. Or you could say we're talking about the PS9. Yeah. Isn't that the, the, the brain interface one? Yeah, yeah, that was like the PS2 commercial. Yeah. And my manager at GameStop took that seriously. Really? Oh, yeah. He was so, like, did so you know sorry. they're developing up I, to the PS9 in Japan? Huh, they really, really are. It's like, yeah. GameStop, you say? Yeah. You are a <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. He took it literally. So wow. I guess I'll just do the live in your world. Yeah, just say it's thinking. It's thinking. <laughs> Is it? That was the Dreamcast. Yeah. It's thinking about how to get your money.